send off his box, a box of chocolates Would I know to stay away? Hand off his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food. My name's Mike. How you doing? So on today's show, there, there are going to be a lot of strawberries being passed around, so that's very exciting. But in the meantime, we're going to start the show with our annual weekly scientific experiment treatise. This is Dr. Cab Calloway, and his thesis is as follows. A chicken ain't nothing but a bird. talking about chicken chicken's a popular word but anywhere you go you're bound to find a chicken ain't nothing but a bird some people call it a fowl that's the story i heard but let them call it this and let them call it that a chicken ain't nothing but a bird a dish for old Caesar, also King Henry III. But Columbus was smart, said you can't fool me, a chicken ain't nothing but a bird. What do you think? A chicken? Nothing but a bird? Something greater? 
something more representative of us as a species? Well, I think a chicken ain't nothing but a bird. I think I'm going to go with Cab Calloway's interpretation on that one. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. At least one chicken on every show guaranteed this election year. And that was it. So hope you liked it. Now, strawberries are very exciting. They're coming up. They're everywhere. They're in gardens and they're in all kinds of places. And there's going to be a strawberry festival in Belleville coming up where they're going to have 24-hour showings of the Ingmar Bergman film Wild Strawberries. That fact has not been well-researched. But I can tell you for a fact that National Strawberry Week is coming up. There's an organization by the name of Ecology by Design that's got a website called a2ecology.com, and they've got a whole slew of strawberry events coming up from May 29th through June 2nd. And I want to tell you something about those. Some of them are more conceptual type, and some of them are actually involving eating the things. So next Tuesday, May 29th, From Tiny to Mighty, the History, Uses, and Cultural Relevance of the Strawberry. It's going to be the owner of Ecology by Design, William Kirst. He's going to be at the Ann Arbor District Library, Main Branch. He's going to guide visitors from ancient Rome through extensive breeding over three continents and hundreds of years over wild berry patches to manicured gardens. So that's next Tuesday from 7 to 8.30 p.m. at the Ann Arbor District Library, Main Branch. And... In addition to that, Strawberry Week will present Beer Night at the Wolverine State Brewing Company on Stadium Boulevard in Ann Arbor. And that's going to be Wednesday, 5 p.m. to close. Wolverine is brewing a special strawberry lager for this event. Wolverine State Brewers Oliver and Carl will discuss their techniques for brewing with fruit, and they will give a tour. So a few more events we'll tell you about in just a moment, but in the meantime, I think a little bit of song will help us to... uh, Wash that strawberry lager down. Here's the original of this one. I'm 
Yeah, Spacey, right? That is Shuggy Otis. He was the son of the band leader Johnny Otis, and that was the original. He wrote that, Strawberry Letter 23. That's from his album Inspiration Information, and it's been re-released on the, on the Luwaka Bop CD label, which is curated by Mr. David Byrne. That was Shuggy Otis, Strawberry Letter 23. So why is it called Strawberry Letter 23 when he sings Strawberry Letter 22? The answer, my friend, is that the song itself is the 23rd letter in which he refers to the previous letter, which is called Strawberry Letter 22. Right. But more importantly, why is it called a strawberry? Well, there's an urban and a pre-urban myth, very pre-urban myth, I guess, that strawberries are named because they're bedded in straw. I haven't seen too many bedded in straw, really, and they ain't, really. Uh, went to Snopes.com and looked that up. They said that there are a couple of theories as to where the word came from. A common theory is that the word straw comes from stray or strew. That would be referring to the spread of the plant's tendrils, as they might spread unchecked all over a field, making a great big mess, but in a good way. So, strawberries, yeah. It's 642-like. You're listening to Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike for now, and we're looking at some events for National Strawberry Week as put on by Ecology by Design. We've just talked about the beer night next Wednesday and the history, uses, and cultural relevance of the strawberry next Tuesday at the Ann Arbor District Library. How to farm a strawberry. Next Thursday, there's going to be an experience related to that at Tantree Farm in Chelsea. That's T-A-N-T-R-E. You can see with your own eyes how local organic strawberries are produced. Richard Andrus and Deb Lentz will lead you on a tour of their strawberry fields. Registration is required, though, because space is limited. And you can register on the website a2ecology.com. That's next Thursday at Tantree Farms. And then on Friday, June 1st, Mark's Carts in the back of downtown Home and Garden will have a Mark's Strawberry Carts Party. All-day event at Mark's Carts with vendors offering strawberry-inspired food. In the evening, there will be two sets of music from the four-piece string band Wire in the Wood. And that's all at Mark's Carts, 211 West Washington Street in Ann Arbor, in the back of Downtown Home and Garden. And then the next day, Saturday, at Downtown Home and Garden itself, there's going to be a hands-on demonstration of how to grow a strawberry And again, we'll have the Ecology by Design owner, William Kirst. He's going to exhibit many different varieties of strawberry, show how they can be used in the home landscape, including unique design ideas, discuss the needs of the plant, and they'll be able to answer home landscape design questions. Different varieties of strawberries will also be available for sale. That's next Sunday. So that's all Strawberry Week put on by the Ecology by Design. Info on that is at a2ecology.com. There is a flyer on their Facebook page which has some strawberries that are very cute and one that looks somewhat alarming. That one is actually holding a strawberry logger over its head with very, very skinny little arms holding up what looks like a very heavy mug compared to the weight of those arms. But I must say, this um, anthropomorphic strawberry looks very happy about having some strawberry logger. So I'm happy for him, her, it, they. Now, as for strawberry recipes, how about strawberry lasagna? Uh, well, well, okay, here's the thing. There was a strawberry festival in California, the California Strawberry Festival, ironically named, and strawberry lasagna took the top prize. I, I'm looking that up here at uh, vcstar.com. 
The votes have been tallied, and the five judges with the enviable task of deciding which was the best entry in the California Strawberry Festival's cook-off have rendered their verdict. By a three-point margin, Agora Hills resident Winona Krieger was named the winner of the Strawberry Smackdown, that's serious, with her sweet lasagna. She decided to call it lasagna because it has mascarpone and ricotta cheese, and it's layered like lasagna. So it's strawberry lasagna-like, which sounds good enough to me. Hey, if you can get deep-fried beer at the State Fair, why not strawberry lasagna, I ask you. Now, we just talked a moment ago about Mark's Carts, which is in the back of downtown Holman Garden, and how they're going to have a couple of National Strawberry Week events going on. I also want to mention tomorrow, well, Mark's Carts is open many days of the week, but tomorrow in particular is going to be Friday night live at the Courtyard. Eight food carts, including some new ones this year that weren't there last year. If you haven't been yet, uh, there's going to be free music from Charlie Slick from 7 to 9 p.m. at Mark's Carts. And there is no cover charge of any sort whatsoever, unless you want to cover your food with something with another kind of food, in which case you have to pay for that food. But anyway, Mark's Carts Food Cart Courtyard, 211 West Washington, Friday night live at the Courtyard, tomorrow night with Charlie Slick, electronic pop dance music showman extraordinaire. This is WCBN, and coming up in just under 15 minutes, Arwolf will help us to face the music. I want to take just a moment to remember Robin Gibb. Robin Gibb passed away last week, just a few days after Donna Summer. First album I ever bought was by the B of the G's, and so this is very early stuff, pretty darn early from 1968. I bought this used, and I looked inside, and there was, in fact, a discount records receipt from 1968 in there. Lovely little design with a circular record and the arrow pointing down, you know, very 60s, very mod, very cool. Signed by one J.C. I wish it was J.O., you know, James Osterberg, possibly the most famous former clerk at Discount Records, Iggy Pop, but it was J.C. So, J.C., if you're out there, thank you for this LP. In the meantime, this is, uh, this is the Bee Gees, and it's a food reference. Gin and whiskey dry. All ten, four men lining up for 
Indian gin and whiskey dry. Have you been to that county? Yeah, me too. Arf was just remarking this kind of their zombies sound there. I would agree. That is Robin Gibb singing lead on that cut. Thank you, Robin. That's from the Bee Gees album Idea, which features on its cover a very 60s. We're going with the 60s motif here. We had the 60s receipt here. Let me show you the Discount Records receipt from the 60s and also the album. Here, let me wobble it. That's the album cover, and it has a drawn depiction of Morris, Robin, Barry, Vince, and Colin, other members of the band. They had a five-member band at the time, and very artsy, very 60s. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, I'm Still Mike, so that's probably good news, I think. There's a bunch of stuff going on in Michigan, in Southeast Michigan, and I'm going to tell you more about that in just a second here. We've been talking about the Strawberry Festival going on next week. Well, first of all, as I was mentioning, the actual Belleville Strawberry Festival is in the middle of June, as I was saying earlier, without any documentation, that they might actually be airing Wild Strawberries by Bergman for 24 hours a day, but they might not. But Strawberry Week is coming up next week. Also next week, Cinetopia is going to make its debut at the Michigan Theater. It's a new film festival, and it's going to be from Thursday, May 31st through June 3rd, Sunday, June 3rd. And wouldn't, would you believe there is a food-oriented theme to one of the things, and it caught my eye, extremely shocking, the Southern Foodways Smorgasbord event is going to be at Angel Hall, Auditorium A, Sunday, June 2nd at 5 p.m. Each year, the Southern Foodways Alliance produces several films with the University of Mississippi's Center for Documentary Projects. And they go on to list a bunch of short films that are going to be able to be seen next, that is Sunday, June 2nd at Angel Hall, including one called Cured, which profiles a world-renowned Tennessee bacon and country ham producer. Dory recognizes a peach farmer and writer dedicated to black land ownership and the importance of agriculture to the social fabric. Also included Ride That Pig to Glory, a meditation on pastured pigs, and tango dancing. These are just some of the films, the short films that'll be at this particular slice of Cinetopia, on Saturday, June 2nd at 5 p.m. at Angel Hall in Ann Arbor. You can find out more at the Michigan Theater website, michtheater.org, I believe is the website. I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it is. I should also mention that at the Southern Foodways Smorgasbord, there will be special guest appearances by Joe York, who is the director of many of those short films, and Ari Weinswig, the founder of Zingerman's. He will be there. I'm going to try to talk to Ari in the next week about... Camp Bacon, which is coming up at Zingerman's and other places around town. We talked a little last week. We'll hear more about that next week. Meanwhile, what else is going on around around Ann Arbor? Not only do you have the strawberry lager and such, but you have the annual African American Downtown Festival. That's going to be Saturday, June 2nd from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. That's in downtown Ann Arbor on North 4th Avenue and East Ann Street. Admission is free. It's an annual tribute to the historic Black Business District of Ann Arbor there, featuring music, art, theater, dance, poetry, crafts, merchandise, food, and kids' activities. So, the African-American Downtown Festival, Saturday, June 2nd, and Yasu, the Greek Festival of Ann Arbor, Friday, June 1st through Sunday, June 3rd. There's already a menu on their website, which is just trouble. It's annarborgreekfestival.org. And I'm looking at the menu, and I think I'm going to weep. You can now get vanilla ice cream, a vanilla ice cream cup and baklava combo, 
which, which sounds extremely useful. And otherwise, you get your skewered pork souvlaki dinner, your gyro dinner, your pastizio, pastizio, sorry. That's the layered specialty with macaroni topped with ground beef, Greek spices, cream, Greek cheeses served with a small Greek salad, Greek peas and pita bread. There's a vegetarian combination plate, if that's your style. It's going to be live music and entertainment, and that's all at the St. Nic- Nicholas Greek Orthodox Church on Sio Church Road. That is the Yasu Greek Festival 2012. Information is at annarborgreekfestival.org. Pandora's Lunchbox is what you're listening to now, and I just want to reiterate once more again that we have coming up tomorrow night at Mark's Carts, Friday night live at the Courtyard, Eight food carts and music by Mr. Charlie Slick. Let's get into a little more Cab Calloway, shall we? Because everybody eats when they come to this show. I believe that's how the song goes. Have a banana, Hannah. Try the salami, Tommy. Give it the gravy, Davy. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Try a tomato plate too. Here's cacciatore, Dory. Taste the bologna, Tony. Everybody eats when they come to my house. I fix your favorite dishes. Hoping this good food fills ya. Work my hands to the bone in the kitchen alone. You better eat if it kills you. Pass me a pancake, man, drink. Having a derby, Irvy. Look in the Fendel, Mendel. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Hannah, Davy, Tommy, Dora, man, drink. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Pasta Fazula, Tolula. Oh, do have a bagel, bagel. Now don't be so bashful, Nashville. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Hey, this is a party, Marty. There, you get the cherry, Jerry. Now look, don't be so picky, Mickey. Cause everybody eats when they come to my house. All of my friends are welcome. Don't make me coax you, moach you. Eat the tables, the chairs, the napkins, who cares? You gotta eat if it chokes you. Oh, do have a knish, knishya. Ask him the latke, matke. Chili con carne for Bonnie. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Face, buster, share, chops, fump. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Everybody eats when they come to my house. 
You gotta eat till uh, you gotta eat if it chokes. You gotta eat if it chokes you. That's true. That's what he said. It's what Cab Calloway said. You cannot turn him down. Thank you, Cab Calloway. Everybody eats when they come to my house. This is Pandora's lunchbox wrapping up a bit. Just mentioning again, Strawberry Week. Find out about it at a2ecology.com. Don't think about the fact that uh, Starbucks was using uh, ground-up bugs in their strawberry and cream frappuccino. Don't think about that at all. It turns out that uh, it's cochineal extract. It comes from the dried bodies of cochineal bugs and has been used for thousands of years to color fabrics. The extract is also known as carmine or crimson lake. Well, Starbucks got into a little bit of trouble and vegans were upset and, well... They've said they're probably going to change the drink, so just so you know. But keep that out of your mind. This has been WCBN FM Ann Arbor. I've been Mike. And how about strawberry poured over shortcake? Or how about strawberry poured over um, um, rubber biscuit? Do that again. Do 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 Did you overhear of a wish sandwich? Well, it's the kind of a sandwich that you're supposed to take. Two pieces of bread and wish you had some meat. Oh, do 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 the other day, I ate a ricochet biscuit. Well, it's the kind of a biscuit that's supposed to bounce off the wall back in your mouth. If it don't bounce back, <laughs> you go hungry. Do 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 the other day, I ate a cool water sandwich and a Sunday go to meat and bun. Cow, cow, what you want for nothing? A rubber biscuit? Do, 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 The Chips. It's just about 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Thank you, Mike Perini. That song has transformed my brain, I think, permanently. And it's all I can do to just not play it again and again. But it's time for Face the Music and time for the music of Thomas Fats Waller. I'd like to start with, uh, now that I've had an orange soda and listened to Mike Perini, I'm ready for a couple of piano solos from 1929. Uh, this one is called Smashing Thirds. It's Fats Waller, and it's a beautiful evening. I'm glad you're alive. <laughs> 